I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Absolute mass changes this week for your round six team list. Let's get in. Let's analyze. I'm kidding. There's not that many changes. We have the Raiders and the Cowboys, the best team in the competition to start us off. And we see Scott Drinkwater at the back again. So a few people have asked me if he's someone that we should be targeting for our squad this week. And I think it's a no. We don't see Hamiso coming back. You know, we see him coming back in a couple of weeks. So he'll, he should end up back in that number one jersey. Unless Scott absolutely kills it uh, over that next couple of weeks. So I suppose the question is, which spot does Hamiso take? You know, he's not going to take one of the wingers' spot. You wouldn't think he takes home spot. And you know, Peter Iku's actually been playing really well. So where does he fit in this squad is, is the question. You know, where does Scott fit in the squad as well? So there's too many question marks. And I'd just be staying clear of that at this point. If we're looking at the forwards for the Cowboys, if you've got Tamalolo, I think you've got to keep him in your team. He's had two really strong games, and I can see that maintaining you know, the same. Anything around that 50 mark, 55 for his point scoring yeah, is going to be a win for you. There's a lot of guys that are scoring around that mid-40s at the moment, and if, you know, if Jason can continue doing that for you in that mid-50s, then I think he's a hold this week. Jeremiah and I is, is, is one of the guys we've been speaking about as potentially being someone that you could use as a downgrade or an upgrade target this week. You don't have to do that this week. You can wait a week or two and, and make your decision from there, I think, with him. If you have a clear, you know, if you have plenty of cash in the bank and you can go him straight up to a gun, I think that would be a good idea just for the fact that there isn't too many cheapies available this week. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later in this video. So that's that on the, the Cowboy side. If you've got Tommy Gilbert, I'd be holding on to him as well. With the Raiders, I'd continue to play Brad Schneider. He's been doing really, really well. Yeah, able to get 44 against a really good Storm side. It was awesome last week. And you know, Tommy Starling came back with a bang, got the 80 minutes, and they've actually put Xavier Savage onto the 14, uh, you know, in the 14 jersey there instead of Matt Frawley. You know, Frawley didn't play last week. So you know, with Xavier getting his opportunity, you know, he can cover a few positions and, and is obviously pretty electric. The Raiders haven't played amazingly. 
over you know the first month or so of footy, and you know, he will bring be able to bring a little bit of spark to them if they happen to get an injury. So yeah, that's pretty much it in that first game, guys. We'll move on to the bunnies and the dogs there, and we see Blake Taft move into the one jersey for Latrell Mitchell. So he gets that opportunity for the next eight weeks. Only thing to think about with him is he doesn't have a very low break even. Like it's pretty normal if he scores well, he he will make a bit of money, but it's not a, a must have like like last week was with you know that that last opportunity with you know a negative seven break even. Yeah, you know, he scores a fifty, he ma- he made seventy k with Blake. I think he can wait a week. The main worry here is they they do come up against the dogs, and there's a big chance that he does really well this week. Yeah, you know, the only thing with him, I'll say, is that he is coming back from some ankle uh, sorry an ankle injury. And hasn't really trained with the team much. So he actually did really, really well to to get that 65 minutes in and, you know, with his fitness and actually, you know, play good footy. The good thing with him, he play, uh, he, he kicks goals. And, you know, we saw what he did in the final series last year at number one in a good team. So over the next few weeks, he could be an option. You could pick him up this week if you like. But there is someone else that you could potentially pick up in your side this week, which we'll speak about a little bit later. Cody Walker, people are saying, you know, he's getting a lot cheaper now. We should pick him up. I would still hold clear of him just for the fact that he hasn't scored well yet. If he strings a couple of good scores together, he won't make too much money for it to be you know, annoying for, to bring into your side or to, for him to be too expensive. So I think you've got to make sure that he's actually scoring well regularly and consistently to be able to bring into your side. Lockie Elias, really, really good option to even play this week. He comes up against the Dogs. He's starting to kick the ball a lot, of, a lot more in general play. And you know, has has uh, been giving a lot more opportunities in in the red zone to be able to, to do little you know little grubbers, short balls to you know, Matungi. He has a, a really nice right side there, and I think you could you know play him pretty comfortably this week and, and you know get somewhere between a forty and fifty. Like we spoke about last week, he's getting into that zone now. He's playing a lot better and could be a decent option for your side. If you're looking for a gun hooker, Damien Cook's your man. Jai Arrow is someone that we could you know look to potentially move on in the next few weeks, and Cam Murray. Is also someone that's you know playing really well and is a great option. So Cook and Murray, obviously, your clear guys to pick up in this side. On the dog side, I think you'd be holding strong with Matty Burton. And other than that, there's not a you know not really many guys to, to think about picking up apart from TPJ, who has you know put a couple of decent scores together. Now playing bigger minutes is is ideal. Obviously, he has a, a few opportunities to get you know some some tackle busts, some offloads, and score really well for your side. So if you're thinking about him in a dual position who's probably not going to play Origin, then he could be a decent opportunity for you if you're happy to ride the wave for someone that's you know uh, not always going to score amazing, but he could score an 80, he could score a 17, which we've seen this, this year so far. So that's that. And Maxi King, he's still got a bit of money to make and he's scoring well, so get him in your side, uh, in your starting side, I think is, is the best idea there. All right, let's move along to the Panthers and the Broncos there. In terms of our outside backs for the Panthers, we've got Tungle doing really well. We've got Crichton there. A lot of people are thinking about him, but just remember that there's not a lot of you know, wing fullback options. And even if you're trading him out for a Kula, a Taff, for example, you're replacing you know, a like for like, which means you're probably not going to have cover still in the wing fullback. So if you can get one of those guys in a different way and they happen to score well, then you could look to move on Crichton. But I just think you can give another week or two. His break-even isn't super high. You know, if, he, if he picks up a 25 or 30, he's only going to lose a tiny bit of cash. Yeah, you've made a lot on him, so you, know, you, you picked him up in the early 300s, which is not a big issue when he's over 500 at this point. You know, you've done really well with Crichton, so I think you can wait a week or two before you look to move him on. He could also come out and get a 50 this week against the, the Broncos. So I'm personally still going to be playing him in my team, 
and I think that you should probably should as well. Nathan Cleary, this is the game. This is the one where it explodes. It has to be. You know, he comes up against the Broncos. He played a lot better last week than he has, you know, that he did the first week. So I think I'm just going to see some progressive uh, improvement for, for Nath. They should be dominating this game again against the Broncos, even though they did play a lot better. Panthers are a different beast. And, you know, the, the goals are going to be there, the kick meters. I think he's, you know, you can see him take the line on it a little bit more last week. So a score over... 65 would should be pretty safe for Cleary. He'll lose a little bit more money, but I still think this week's a great option to get him. Next week might be as well, but you know, do you want to go one too late and, and miss out on a really good score? Because he's going to start to slow down that, that money loss. You know, he hasn't, he's lost 58K, nothing crazy at this point, um, so definitely a good option. On the Broncos side, Katoni Sags, a few people asked me about him now. He's had one really good game. I'd probably hold off this week uh, against the, the Panthers, they might be able to nullify him a little bit. Obviously, the, the left side defense for the, the Panthers is very young. But when you've got Vili Kikau there as well, he can, he can handle um, and help Tungle there. You know, handle stags, I think, definitely. Billy Walters is someone that's probably going to make a tiny bit more cash unless he picks up a, a big score here. But I doubt it's going to happen against the Panthers. So I think just at the 347 price point, it's probably easier to just to hold him at, at, at the moment. And you know, make some decisions on him a little bit later. But if you need to, you know, trade him to get someone else in or make a, a trade work to bring in a gun elsewhere, then you could do that for sure. You're not gonna, you're not gonna lose out on you know a couple of hundred k in price rises unless someone like Reynolds is out and Billy can play a um, bit more of a focal, focal point role in the Broncos attack. So, Kobe Hetherington, this is the week. Pass Payne Hass is out, so he's out for one week, guys. That's not an issue. I wouldn't be trading him out at all. Leave him in there. Um, and he'll be fine for next week, back scoring you know, big points for your side. So Kobe's the man this week. I still think he's going to be a decent option. Hopefully he, uh, he does that for, for my team and, and anyone who selected him with me. Uh, that's all I want to say on that. They've got Corey Jensen. They've got you know, Palacia in the, in the forwards there. When you've got Reese Kennedy, you know, Ryan James, and you know, TC Rabadi on the interchange, surely Kobe plays some big minutes. Like Capewell and Ricky are going to get 80, but you know, Turpin loses some to Pakes, for example, and, and the Palacia jensen Kennedy uh, and Ryan James combo there. They'll split those minutes and then probably, you know, 30 for TC uh, for Kobe there, I think. So at least 50 minutes for Kobe this week. Let's uh, hope and pray. Anyway, let's move along. Eagles and the Titans. So Kula, he's in. He's in the center position. We lose Morgan Harper, interestingly enough. So Parker keeps his spot. Um, Tui, Tui Pelotu, he keeps his spot on the bench. So, you know, Garrick in the one position with Kula there. What are we expecting from him? At the super cheap price, super cheap auto, super cheap auto price of 220K, uh, we've got the dual position, the center and the wing fullback. Are we expecting a 25, 30 average? If you do, you're getting you know, 100K in price rises. And if you can trade him down, uh, sorry, someone down to him, obviously banking a bit of cash and getting up to a gun, that could obviously be a decent option as well. But how many minutes, you know, sorry, how many uh, games we're going to get out of him is, is going to be the question. You know, when Garrick moves back, does he take, does he take to a Peloto spot or does he take Kula and, and Christian moves into the centers, for example? That's definitely a question to ask. You know, has he, has, has Kula taken over Harper? All great questions. So if he has and he does really well, then, then this could be his spot longer term. Uh, and if not, we've probably got three to four weeks out of him in that position. Is that enough to make money? I'm not exactly sure. Will he play over Origin when Trubojevic is gone anyway? It's you know probably going to be a yes. Like you can see here, you've got two rookies in there. 
So that's the other question. You could bring him in now at 220. He plays a bunch of games, maybe helps you out a little bit in the wing fullback position, makes a little bit of cash, and then you can hold him all the way to Origin and he plays a few games there. So that's something to think about with him. And I hope that helps you out in your decision-making. Davey's making some cash, but I wouldn't be picking, up, picking him up now. We still don't see anything to do with Schuster, which is good for anyone who owns Davey. Olakowatu was amazing on the weekend, but he's still going to be up and down just based on yeah, his scoring over the last year or so. Um, he, he'll have an awesome game in the 60s and then a game in the high 30s, but he's, a, he's an absolute weapon there as well. Uh, on the Titan side, so we see really the big question mark is, is Toby Sexton. What do you do with him this week? Against the Manly boys, you know, do you give him one last chance to, to really dominate and, and get big minutes and, and do really well? That's completely up to you. Uh, if you'd like to do that, if you'd like to go to Cleary or a DCE or you could trade him out to, to go to a gun mid if you're trying to cover for, for Payne Haas, all diff- definitely different options there if you'd like to do that. But you know, holding or trading is completely fine in my book. If we move down you know, move down to the forwards there, we've got for feeder and also both for more. Bowie, you've just got to hold steady. He's done really well. He's got a couple of 30s and then a couple of big scores. When he gets attacking stats, will he be able to do that against Olakuatu? I'm probably not sure. I don't think so. But who knows how the Titans are going to go. Fafita obviously had a really good game last week. So if you've held on, just continue to hold on. A few people asking if we should pick him up. I think if he does, uh, if he has another big score, I think you can go, okay, he's back finally. Um, because this is what he did last year. You know, he had a bunch of games in a row. He gets 70, 80s, 90s and does a lot by himself and scores really well. So I think you'll probably want to see one more game out of him because you will lose him over Origins. So just be aware of that. If you're picking him up now, you're potentially going to have to trade him out again during Origin or hold him the whole way through. So think about that with with the Titans there and, and Fafita. So that's that. Moving to the Storm and the Sharks. We've got three more to go. Pappenhausen, obviously, the 19 points wasn't ideal for anyone who brought him in. My brother, um, unfortunately. But, yeah, he's got to hold on to him. They've got a really tough game against the Sharks. So, yeah, he's going to have to do a lot more work in general rather than just, you know, splitting it across the, you know, the bunch of halves and, and the fours there. Everyone's really going to have to step up in this game to beat the Sharks. It's going to be a really, really good game, and I can't wait to watch that one. Munster, Hughes, Grant, all good holds, all good buys. A lot, you know, Hughes, a lot of people saying, do I... Do I trade him? I just don't see it. Like he's, you know, he can he can score in all part you know, in all ways. He's got a double on the weekend in tries. Um, yeah, just don't see it. The the issue with him there, if you're looking at Xavier Coates, again probably can still be a hold. He's you know fairly expensive in the in that mid three hundreds there. But what do you do with him? Who do you move him on to? The wing fullback position is really scarce in the moment, so keep him in your side and just deal with it. You know what happens here. Try not to play him if you can, but if you have to, then pray and hope he scores a try. Joshy King, I think you could still hold him for another couple of weeks. The team's looking the same. He's going to get that 50 to 55 minutes. And you know, might even play a couple extra against the Sharks. And you should see Brandon Smith playing a few more as well. So maybe a few less minutes for guys like Tabai Moroa. Um, Trent Lioro does a job. You've got Wishard on the, on the interchange bench there, which is interesting this week. Um, so a few, definitely some good minutes for the, you know, the mids there in this squad. If you're looking at the, the Sharks there, Really not too much else to, to talk about. They've played really well. You've got Talakai still in that position, so if you picked him up, awesome. He's going to have a, a fun game there against Remus Smith, which will you know be a good one to watch. Nico Hines, I still think is going to be a good option for captaincy. He's going to have to do a lot um, if you don't have Payne Haas. He's going to have to do a lot this week in terms of kicking. He's going to run the ball a lot, uh, and hopefully he can get a try assist or two in a, in a really tough fought game. If you're looking a little bit lower, Tig Wilton's still being great. Cam McKinnis still on the bench. I think for me with him, until we see him getting 55 minutes plus, I think he's you know, someone to hold off on at this point. 
If you're looking down, two more to go. Roosters and the Warriors there. Teddy, clearly a hold. They could absolutely come out and dominate Warriors, and he could get 100. I, kept, I said that last week as well, and he got 23. But again, someone you don't want to trade out, and then everyone goes, oh, yes, he's cheap now. Um, yeah, after a good game, he's really cheap. Let's get him, let's get him in our sides. Just, just don't be that person that trades him out. Joey Manu's obviously the big one that's you know been doing really well the last few weeks, and a few people ask me about him, and I still think he's going to be an option over the next bunch of weeks, heading in towards Origin. You know, he has a couple of nice games coming up, and we saw how he scored last year. So if you need a wing fullback, he's definitely a good option. If you're going to hold, I think if you're picking him up now, you're holding him for the rest of the year. So make that decision in your head. If you can do it, awesome. Sammy Walker. I think this is the week to hold him if you can if you still have him. I had a decent one last week. He has an opportunity to make a little bit of cash this week if he does well. And this is the kind of game to do it against the Warriors, unfortunately for Warriors fans. Hopefully it's a little bit, you know, hopefully it's a fairly close game and, and the Roosters still don't play to their potential for you guys. Um, but if they do, Walker could have a, a bit of a field day. Um, just with the way things are out, you know, with the Warriors, they, they, you know, almost lost to the Cowboys who aren't a great outfit. Um, and the Roosters, you know, put one on, on the Cowboys, for example. So that's that. Victor Radley, don't fall for that trap at the moment. Sam Verrells is back in the team here in the nine jersey. Watson should come back and, and take a little bit of hooking you know, minutes, but we'll probably take a few of Radley's minutes as well. I'm not exactly sure, but just be aware of that. They've got Ta- Taoka Aho and also Crichton as well. So will Radley get massive minutes? I'm not exactly sure. Just be aware of that one um, going forward. Jesse Arthur's not an option now, but if you picked him up, awesome work. Just continue holding. We still see Vialea on the reserves. And you know, UNA can doing really well in the in the second row. There's no sign of to- Tohu Harris yet as well. Bradley Sirinan um, will be the one to make way anyway. So Aiken's great. Karen's a great option still. Whether he's on the edge or in the 13 role, either way is going to be fine. Adam Fanua Blake is named, and as you, if you listen to the analyzing teams video, I still think that if you want him for round 13 and, and the buyers, then he's a hold. If not, I'd be looking to move him on and upgrade elsewhere. All right, the last one there with the Dragons and the Knights. Not too much changes on the Dragons side. I've seen a few people saying, oh, we'll just move on from Hunt. They're not doing so well. Yes, they, they started really well. That was the thing. So, you know, so did the Knights. Do we think the Knights' the season's over? Probably not. Do we think the Dragon season's over? I don't think so either. They, you know, they can easily turn that around really quickly. And if that happens, then Hunt's going to benefit and get 70s and 80s. Again, you don't want to be that person that trades him out and then he comes out and dominates. So don't do that to yourself with Benny Hunt. Just keep hold of him. And that's pretty much it on to, in terms of them. And on the night side of things, obviously Ponga's there. He's going to keep losing some cash. If you've got Clifford now, I think it's probably the time to move him on. You know, we've got plenty of halves options. And if you want to, I think you should try and go up to a DCE or a Cleary if you can. And, you know, with Randall, they're doing really well. Brody Jones, Kurt Mann, all, you know, good options. I wouldn't be looking to potentially bring them in other than a Brody Jones potentially has, you know, another hundred or so thousand to make. From here, but not a not an urgent trade in. So there you go, guys. That's the team list for round six. I hope that helped you out a lot. There's obviously plenty of uh, plenty of game plan, plenty of strategy in that one. And really, just you know, like and subscribe. We really appreciate that. And we'll we'll catch you in the next video where we got a little bit of origin strategy and then a little bit of a buy, hold, and sell, guys. So as I said, hope you enjoyed that. We'll catch you in the next one. See you later. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.